the field, people will come. And it doesn't happen. You have to look at how you're doing business. Hey, welcome to White Sox Business. I'm John Greenberg here with James Feagan. James, how is it going? How excited are you? Uh, I don't know what excitement is anymore and how to feel about anything. Let's go. Baseball. (laughs) All right. The news has come down. There will be a 2020 season. 60 games for the White Sox split up between the AL Central and their friends in the NL Central. James, wherever you go, if you're ever outside your house, if you're ever on the radio, people are asking you if this short season is good or bad for the young White Sox. An impossible question to answer. We're here to answer the impossible questions on White Sox business. What say you, Sox soothsayer, James Fegan? Uh, well, when people come up to me, I, I usually say, who are you? Um, please don't stand so close to me. Uh, you know, it's a pandemic going on. But uh, I would you what you mentioned is probably the most relevant thing to point out, that they're playing the Yale Central and specifically the the, the way the games are outlined, they're playing the third of their season against two teams that are abjectly terrible in the Royals and Tigers. And that probably has a bigger impact than Michael Kopech being able to pitch the entire season as opposed to, you know, skipping a month to, to save his arm or Carlos Rodon missing half the season because he was rehabbing. Uh, instead, whole, the whole league was rehabbing uh, alongside him. Or even the fact that maybe my uncertainty, queasiness about how quickly... Luis Robert and Nick Madrigal will adjust to the major leagues and maybe that will wind up taking up the entire season rather than we really ever see them get rolling. The fact that they play two teams that stink for a third of their year is going to help them. That probably that, That's the biggest impact. And as a result, I, I think their chances are a little bit better along with the general reasoning that shorter season, more variance. The fact that even if the Twins and Indians are both better than them, there's less of a window for that to really play out, and then a fluky thing could happen, and their 11-season playoff drought could end. It's in, you know, Zips, uh, Fangraphs came out with their Zips projections. They had the White Sox at 31-29, and 29, four games behind the Twins. Obviously, they're, you know, both, and the NL Central was pretty packed in as well. The last year, I think they, I think they went six and thirteen against the Twins, and that was their by far their worst record against their division opponents. That puts even more emphasis. I mean, let's be honest. Right now, if we're looking in, looking at it, that puts a lot more emphasis on those games against the Twins. Yeah, I, I was looking forward to those as being kind of big showdowns uh, that that really kind of even if that didn't result in the White Sox winning the AL Central or even. Uh, you know, winning that season series, that was going to be the measuring stick of how legit this team was going forward. I, I think that's kind of still the case. Um, but now it's, it, the, these are basically, basically four series, uh, you know, three series, I guess, of the twins that really basically dictate the fate of the entire season. So that's kind of cool. Um, historically, that hasn't been good for the White Sox to have showdowns with the twins dictating the fate of the season. But uh, it, it seems like, you know, basically there's been years waiting for the White Sox to play meaningful baseball in October, August and September, and now they'll be doing it basically by default. So that's kind of cool, I guess. What, knowing what you know about the team and the organization, how good are they at this at advanced scouting and at coming up, crafting you know, plans for specific teams? You know, I don't know that if that's something we've been focusing on in the past few years because the games haven't been particularly important, but I feel like a team that's got that kind of good infrastructure – has a little bit of an advantage this year. They've got the personnel. They've got the investment in uh, 
in uh, in scouting and they believe in that kind of old school stuff uh, to the degree they should benefit on that. I can't say in the last like three years I've had any player ever tell me, you know, we were really super game plan for that. And that's why um, that's why we shut them down. I, I feel like one of the most telling quotes, um, I, I feel like something maybe probably put the, the Indians hitting coach in danger a little bit last season was when Lucas Giglio said, you know, we were, I just threw fastball changes at them. We were waiting for them to make an adjustment. I would have thrown a slider, but they never did. But I, I don't know if I've heard too much of the reverse of just like, well, we knew they were going to do that and um, exploited them. Prior to that is probably the degree to which, you know, um, you know, Don Cooper and company emphasize secrecy as far as like publicly talking about their plans. But I, I feel like their data usage is definitely like ramped up in the past year. But Ho- I don't know. Hopefully. Why not? Why not have a, that be the angle that emerges in, in 2020 that the old salty scouts who are going out to risk their lives in, in the pandemic are are changing the balance of the season. Right. And it's like how how much advanced – how are they – like what's the access even going to be for advanced scouts? Like how – are they just going to be getting like the, the White Sox broadcast for everything? It's it, – this is – do you find yourself right now – like I've been very skeptical and cautious – about how this season's going. When they announced this last night, we knew it was coming. When they announced it, did you find yourself feeling a little differently? Um, I would say, I, I don't know, because I've been trying to basically gird myself against disappointment and uh, gird myself against the idea that this is going to like not, uh, and there's still another month of spring training and uh, players working out in close quarters that has to not be a total disaster to to get through before I can really say there's going to be baseball. I, I've almost been like re- hesitant to say baseball is back because there's still a lot that has to happen for that to work. But it, when it, when it finally does, it could be interesting. It would definitely be fun to see like you know, talking about scouts that to have no doubt about who's there or who's scouting any game, because you'll see them as like the 12 guys who were in the stands on, the, on that given ga- game or, you know, the, the, the certain guys who are actually allowed in the press box, it's usually bustling, but now it's like a ghost town of everybody sitting apart from each other. It, it could be interesting. It, it could be weird to hear the ball clanging against the seats uh, clear as day. What I'm most looking forward and what I always hold out hope for and is the big reason I like going to Detroit is I just hope we hear all the swearing that's going on during the game uh, on the field mics because there's nothing to drown it out. That's what really I, I care about baseball for. Just hearing people curse really loudly while doing their job. Hey, I'm, I'm with you there, buddy. Uh, all right, let's make our last – as we wrap this up, let's make our first predictions of a 60-game season. Fangraphs has 31 and 29. I am going to go uh, 32 and 28. I'll go 34 and 26, and I want to make this prediction not – like, yes, it's a partial endorsement of the White Sox and faith of their ability to to beat other major league teams. I want it to be mainly register as my uh, just extremely emphatic um, condemnation of the quality of the squad that the Tigers put out on the field last season and my, in a, my, my lack of faith in their ability to really reasonably improve upon it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. This has been another episode of White Sox Business. Make sure you download the podcast, you rate us five stars, you do whatever it is you got to do so we can keep White Sox business rolling through the 60-game season. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.